Hello, welcome to Split the Screen episode one, <laughs> the brand new gaming podcast. Uh, all new, all fashionable and glamorous. I am Ben Ostwick, otherwise known as Biggest Benus on Twitch, and my co-host with the most host, Ish. Mr. Ed Nightingale. Hello, Ed. Hello, Ben, and chat. How is everyone? I'm doing very well. How are you doing? I'm all right. Well, I'm all right. I think I think we should tell people who you are. Like I'm I'm Biggest Benus on Twitter. I, uh, well, on Twitter, Biggest Benus one on Twitter. I'm Biggest Benus on Twitch. Um, is probably what you might know me from. Um, how do people know you, Ed? Because you're not a streamer, are you? Until I'm not. Now. Until now. I know. I'm doing this on like a laptop webcam. I've got a desk light shining in my face. So we're not yet sponsored by Elgato, I'm afraid. Um, not yet. Not yet. Not Get yet. that in first few minutes. Who knows? Look, someone might be out there. Uh, until then, you've got my pasty whiteness. So apologies. Um, it's a thing. <laughs> who am I? I am uh, Ed Nightingale. I am a freelance games journalist in my spare time uh, with articles in The Guardian and Eurogamer, Wireframe Magazine. Um, and I have a regular column in Gaming Magazine, which is Gaming with a Y, uh, called Streamer Spotlight, where I interview a different LGBTQ plus streamer each week about their experiences of Twitch and, uh, and, and building community and all these sorts of things which uh, started with this one, unfortunately, and... Uh, other side, uh, other side. Other side. Yeah. Things reversed. <laughs> we'll get there, here. we'll get yeah. it. Fine. Yeah. This one. Uh, and then I've had loads of really interesting people since then. So I've got to learn a lot about Twitch wow. but without being on it myself until now. And now you are. Now you've got the bug. Careful with it. But yeah, this is Split the Screen. I probably should mention the name of it. This is Split the Screen. We are a brand new video game podcast and we are uh, every week every thursday it's going to be recorded 7 p.m on twitch.tv slash biggest venice you can also go to split which shows on the screen if you are watching the video version of this and you can find it on spotify itunes oh it's not called itunes anymore apple apple awesome. music podcast yeah the apple thing if you've got one of those newfangled uh iphone phones then uh you can go and listen to us on there we're also on all like rss feeds like tune in apparently we're on alexa so you can say things like hey alexa subscribe to split the screen and maybe maybe they'll uh i need an alexa immediately yeah i've got like five i wonder if every one if i yeah subscribe to every single alexa that i've got if i subscribe it to this podcast will it help the stats we'll see yeah, please go and follow us and uh, subscribe on there. And uh, yeah, it makes us look popular, which you need at the start. You need a bit of a boost. Absolutely. But yeah, welcome. We're going to be anybody here who is uh, new and is like, what is going on? What we're going to do is we're going to just talk about video games. Video games we've been playing, video games we've been reading about in the news, for example. And also uh, kind of the last part of the stream, we're going to go and just chat about something. So we've got some interesting stuff coming up. Could be anything. So, Ed, how's your week been? It's been fine. It's been uh, nerve-wracking building up to this, trying to come up with some form, some semblance of a structure. But here we are. Um, You're like a singer. I don't know why you're nervous. I get. I honestly would rather sing than speak. Don't. (laughs) Don't tempt me. Well. Christmas special, maybe. Who knows? If you're if you're all very good boys and girls, yeah, we have to do a special podcast at one point where we're just really drunk. 
That needs no, to be a... I'm on the water now, but Christmas time, let's let's get some mulled wine. Let's, you know, let's go all out. Cover out, wrap tinsel around us. Yeah, and then antlers and Santa hats. Let's do Perfect. it. So, Ed, what that. games, speaking of games, what games have you been playing uh, lately? Because you play quite a lot of weird and different games, don't you? All right. That's nice. <laughs> you play say. loads of shit weird games. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I, oh, damn it. I said I was going to try and not swear, but yeah, we'll keep that explicit tag on. Yeah, fine. Um, what have I been playing? Um, I've been playing lots of things. Um, I mean, I, I genuinely have a Trello board where I keep track of everything I'm, tr- I'm playing. Um, but we are, you know, this is our, this is our launch episode and we're celebrating the PS5 and Xbox launches. So we're kind of talking about launch games. Um, and I could sit here and tell you all about, uh, Demon Souls, which I've been playing, um, which looks stunning on PS5. Um, and is also easier than I remember it being on PS3, but I think that's just because I actually know what I'm doing now because I definitely didn't beforehand. Uh, show um, off, but I'm not going to talk to you about Demon Souls. Um, you're going to talk. Are you going to talk about the Xbox launch games? What's that? Could <laughs> yeah, could you name <laughs> Xbox? I don't want to turn this into like a console wars thing, but <laughs> what were their launch games? <laughs> God, it's already started. So did um, them. Fine. Um, I mean, I could talk to you as well about Final Fantasy 14, which I've been playing a lot on on PC, and I'm absolutely bored to tears with. Um, wow! But someone keeps what? telling me how God. great it is. Um, it is. Once you've played two hundred and fifty plus hours and got to the uh, third expansion. Oh no, fourth. Is it the first? Yeah, no. The one, two. It's the third expansion. Because I'm nearly there. It's the third expansion. You know, after a few hundred hours and you get to that third expansion, it is. Amazing. I mean, I'm I'm sixty hours in, and you know, I really love it when you buy a game and then it finally gets good at sixty hours in. Like, yeah, it's a great. Use of oh time. no, a bit more. Fine. You just need to follow the maybe, maybe the story is a bit you know too kind of. What story? Deep. There is no story. <laughs> oh, we are off the right. Well, we've lost we're not going to talk about viewers already. Fourteen. There's only one thing that I want to talk about right now. <gasps> Astro's playroom. Talk about bug snacks. Oh God! Even worse than I was. Wait, we're not going to get DMCA for that, are we? No, well, no, I'm I'm sure it sounded just like it did, but no, we won't get DMCA. Like no, um, no yeah. we're going to talk about Bug Snacks because Bug Snacks is amazing. I love Bug Snacks. You hate it. I don't hate Bug Snacks. I played about an hour of it and thought that was all right. Uh, I'm done. Shocking. Shocking. Yeah. It's, well, look, look, it's nice. I'm glad it was free. <laughs> is that a compliment? Rude. Um, look, let's start with the music because the theme tune is, is a banger, and I think that's what gripped everyone when when we first saw it being uh, being announced. But the music in general is actually really good in it. It's got this sort of synth poppy, electro poppy thing going on, but tropical also house. <laughs> it's not tropical house. Uh, there is a difference. Everybody's um, wondering. Yeah, my my Spotify says that I like tropical house, which I had no idea. Apparently, that's Kygo. Uh, apparently, listen to a lot of them. Um, but yeah, it's sort of synth poppy, but it's also sort of wistful and nostalgic. And I think that really fits the vibe of the game. It's this really upbeat kind of fun, funny, colourful game. But then it's got quite sort of serious undertones to it as well. Um, mm. That I think makes it something that adults will also enjoy. So for anyone who doesn't know, Bug Snacks is set on Snacktooth Island. Um, yeah. And there are bugs and the bugs are snacks. 
um, and you have to catch them. So it's kind of a little bit like Pokemon. Um, they even say their names like Pokemon. So there's one that's like a little walking strawberry that goes strappy. Or, uh, or there's like a bunga, 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 um, and you basically just have to catch them. But they exist in a little ecosystem where you know they all have their likes and dislikes, um, and so you you have to sort of solve puzzles to catch them. Whether that be using different traps, or whether that be using different types of sauce to get them, um, all this kind of stuff to catch them. And the reason you're catching them is for the uh, inhabitants of the island who I think are called Grumples, something like that. Don't quote Grumples. me on that. Um, yeah. Who are sort of weird little fluffy creatures. And when they eat a bug snack, their limbs turn into the snack. So yeah, that was that disturbed me slightly when I was playing it. It's it's strange. You know, you feed them a strabby and then they have a strawberry as an arm or mm. something else. Like it's, it's weird. Um, doesn't but it become what, a bit weird, like if they've got a strawberry as one leg and then like a hot dog as another? Don't they like walk with a bit of a, a limp? I mean, they walk a bit funny anyway, so it doesn't okay. really make that much difference, to be honest. They just look Grumpus. Strange. Grumpus is their name, says Grumpus. Me. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I was close. So the sort of core of the game, though, is that, yes, you're collecting these, these I was going to say Pokemon, uh, bug snacks, um, but you're actually doing it to build a community. So there's there's a village at the at the center, and I'm not going to say too much to spoil it, but there's a village at the center, and all the inhabitants are all off around the island. So you have to basically help them to bring them back to the village. And in that sense, it's all around building community and people finding their purpose, finding their identity. Um, there are queer characters in it. Um, it touches straight on away. Me. Two minutes in, Let's straight straight away in there. Um, it sort of touches on mental health things, like. There are some quite serious things in there, um, but all wrapped up in this really like cute little package um, that I think, I know you don't like it, but I think is really fun. And I really, really urge people to go and play it. I think in a lot of ways, it's a really good game to bookend 2020. Because I think yeah. 2020, when we look back at it, is going to be the year of like cozy, comfy games like Animal Crossing and Spiritfarer and, you know, even The Sims great. and stuff like that making a comeback. Um, and this sort of fits into that cozy, comfy vibe. Um, and I think it's just a really nice way to end the year. So yeah, please go and play Bug Snacks. It's not just a good theme song. It is actually a really good game as well. So please go and play it. Okay. So the reason why I despise Bug Snacks, no, I'm joking. I, <laughs> no, no, I was going to ask you is, uh, how long is the game? So I'm guessing you finished it. I haven't actually finished it yet. Huh. Um, it's not super long. I think I'm a fair way through it. So I, I would guess maybe like 12 to 15 hours. Maybe. I think I'll go to Assassin's Creed instead. Oh, Fine. No. I will play it probably, maybe, perhaps. What's the platinum like? Is platinum nice and easy? I've become a platinum hunter now. Oh, you're one of them. No. Um, <laughs> I actually, yeah, kind of did. I actually haven't looked at the trophies. Oh, how long to beat says it's 10 to 12 hours. Good. Yeah. Good. There you go. No, I um, I uh, I don't know why I'm pretending I don't like bug snacks because I played an hour of it and I loved it. Um, but it's not. It wasn't a game that I streamed, and I was going to wait for it to come on PS5 so I could play it. And I'm going to go and play it. Um, it'll probably be my like. Oh, I don't want to play a game that's as deep as uh, Assassin's Creed. Let me go and goof around a bit on bug snacks. Yeah, I mean that's it's been my palate cleanser against Demon Souls. So when I get frustrated at a boss, I can go and catch some catch some uh, bug snacks. <sighs> 
my current palate cleanser is a little game called uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales. That was my launch game that I played on my PlayStation 5. I was going to say, like, I was going to ask you what you're playing, and then I was like, well, you're just playing Animal Crossing all the time. So. Oh, I stream Animal Crossing, but I, I don't play. I do not play Animal Crossing. So anybody that has found this podcast through my stream, I love Animal Crossing. It's my stream game, but I make sure I do not touch it off stream because otherwise, you know, it's, it's anything I'm going to play on Animal, of Animal Crossing, I want to play on stream, you know, in case something bizarre happens or whatever. I'm just keeping it for that. Um, I stream it, but I play, I play other games to kind of relax. I want to murder things sometimes. You know, things I want to murder them. I want to web people off a building. Um, yeah. Also as well, one thing I love about Spider-Man, going straight into it, that also existed in the pr- first one and in this one, he doesn't kill anybody. You can like fire punch, electrify somebody off the top of a building. They'll drop like halfway down it and then suddenly just go into the, like be attached to the build, uh, be attached to the window or whatever by a web. Love that. Um, but yeah, no, Spider-Man Miles Morales. It is more Spider-Man, but it is more better Spider-Man. Which is more better uh, Spider Man. More better. Great pitch. Yeah. You can tell who the uh, games journalist is here, <laughs> who the writer is. <laughs> more better Spider Man. Good. It's Do you want to elaborate every, on that a little bit? Pretty much everything that was in the original Spider Man is improved here. Uh, the like so you're playing as Miles Morales, spoiler. Um, you do get to see the new old Spider Man, another mm-hmm. classic uh, you know, bit of grammar there. So the because Spider-Man, as anybody knows, uh, if you've been following the news lately, he has been updated for uh, the remaster, which is what I actually got. I got a, I got the box that came with Spider-Man Miles Morales and the original, because it was only a little bit more. Well, I got scammed, actually, at game. Because um, he's like, do you want the Ultimate Edition? And I was like, yeah. I didn't know it came with a game that I already played, but I just, you know, I'm easily suede do you want the ultimate or the deluxe version i'm like whichever's the most expensive i'll buy i'm gonna do that with cyberpunk they come with a statue or something as well no i don't want the statue i don't go for statues because i can't play those so i'll uh yeah i'll go for i went for that they also game also managed to get me to join their some some weird loyalty bonus thing i don't know what it is but i'm i'm now a black card member different game cards (laughs) and i I go to the desk and like do you have a game card i'm like probably (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I tried to. I used to have a Spanish one that I kept accidentally giving when I first came back over to the UK. <laughs> and they're like, "This, this isn't working. I'm not sure why." And then they look on the back, and it's all in Spanish. And like, okay, no, that's that's why it's not working. Um, no, I'm now an elite card member, and I've got something like 15 pounds worth that I'm going to spend on God knows what. Um, but yeah, no, play that. But I also so Dave, my partner, he was playing a little bit. How how much better is Miles Morales to the original Spider-Man? Because Controversial opinion, I don't think it was that great. I'm looking forward to when we have a little discussion about the best console exclusives of the last generation because for me, for the PlayStation 4, nothing beats Spider-Man. Like it's uh, For me, like, it was really solid. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm not a massive Marvel or Spider-Man fan, so it's, it's fine. It's really fun. It's really well made, but it didn't do anything particularly exciting. But then I did still got Miles Morales. Did you walk everywhere? Did I what? Did you walk everywhere? Because that's what I did with the day. So the day he was downstairs, I was like, okay, you're going to play the original because you're not touching Miles Morales. You, you know, there's, there's a, it's a sequel of sorts. So you're going to play a bit of the original. So we loaded it up because it's all remastered. You know, this mm-hmm. two-year-old game is uh, this full remaster. They've changed the actor. 
Still not quite sure why. Somebody said it's to do with money. So that's, yeah, makes sense. So yeah, loaded it up and you had to go to a mission and he um, walked there. <laughs> so is that, maybe that's what you did, Ed. Maybe that's why you found it. Well, maybe you didn't swing because swinging in that game. Swinging in the game. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's a swinger. Yeah, he's no British. Um, no, I was definitely swinging in the game. Um, I just... Uh, it, it was it was fun. I really enjoyed it for like a week when I played it and got the platinum, and that was great. But I didn't feel the need oh, to go back to it. I didn't really like it. I just got the platinum. Yeah, and, uh... um, but at least Mars Morales has more diversity in its characters and its setting, yes. and it seems like it has a better story. So there's that. Yes. Yeah. So it's better. So you are. It, uh, Miles Morales as a character is so much better than Peter Parker. Uh, Peter Parker is just bland milk just whereas he's just the most yeah he's i mean i i like spider-man i love the spider-man movies with uh what's that the new person i was about to say toby Maguire. that's old um yeah the one that's at the game awards because he's playing nathan drake now um like child nathan drake yeah what's that tom holland that's it tom holland i really like him as spider-man he's great uh and i like those movies but uh Moni's like gee you two sorry sorry we're old we're uh millennials apparently millennials are old now um but yeah he was i like those ones but oh Marius morales as a character and also the world building around that well not the world building but all the characters that are like associated with him are so interesting like he's got his best friend um i pretty oh god i'm gonna totally lie about this if this isn't true um i'm pretty sure his best friend's a lesbian uh, there's a deaf girl. He communicates with a deaf girl uh, through sign language, like fully all sort of sign language. Like it's fully, you know, he does it in, in the game. Um, there, yeah, there is just some, there's a, if you do a certain uh, activity, I'm not going to say what, but you get a Black Lives Matter memorial uh, or um, graffiti wall or whatever it's called. Up. We'd love to see that. Absolutely. And just the story, the story is nice and fast. Like if you just go and do the main story, you can finish it in. I think one of I think Nicholas in the chat. I think he finished it in like four hours. Um, it might take a little bit longer if you do any of the side missions, but I mean I've spent twenty odd hours playing so far. Uh, I'm just one new game plus playthrough away from getting the platinum. That's literally the only thing. But yeah, you can just go straight through the story. There's no kind of just waiting around and doing some pointless side quest that start off like another chain of events. It's just like, no, if you want to stick with the story, here it is. Fair. And it's uh, and it looks gorgeous as well on the PlayStation 5. It's, uh, oh, it is stunning on the PlayStation 5. I play in performance mode. I think it's performance. Because there's like fidelity. Yeah, so I'm playing it in 60 FPS and yeah, I, there's no way I'm going to go back. In fact, I switched to 30 fps because i was like i want to go and see what the ray tracing looks like in this and i mean you can tell the difference slightly i mean i've got a 4k tv that upscales but to me i mean that's for me the best thing about the playstation 5 is enabling 60 fps on quite a few things uh oh Mikla says you that is incorrect oh we've got a fact oh. checker in here fake news you have to do a side quest after some main story missions to trigger the next story quest oh yeah you might have to do the odd little crime I think there's like it'll say, "Hey, let's just hang around until the next main, until the next story," and usually it's like one crime or, or one little because uh, you've got a smartphone now with some requests for help, and you can just do one of those, and then then it triggers. Is it still jumping on cars and stuff like that? You yeah, they're all pretty much the same. Yeah, it's not 
it's it's not a full priced game, which I'm glad at because it's it is shorter. There are fewer things to do, but it is pretty much the whole map. Um, and it's in a snowy setting and it's quite overcast. And I don't know, I, I just love that because I've been to it's New Christmas-y. York. It's very Christmassy as well. So it's the we're talking, I think, in a few weeks or next week or something about Christmas games. We will. Spider-Man, you know, Spider-Man Miles Morales is a Christmas game. Um, and I went to New York when it was snowing and I went through Central Park. So we were like... I was watching, uh, I was like just walking around Central Park, not swinging. I was walking and going like, oh, I remember this. And like, that's not the Home Alone Hotel. That's not the Apple Store. <laughs> uh, it's, it's brilliant. Though. It's just a lot of fun. It's got a really, intre- I find the story really interesting. It's not going to win any awards, um, but it's just, it's like a McDonald's burger. It tastes good. You enjoy it. And it's over quickly. You've now really, really sold it to me, but thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I fin- Honestly, I finished it though, and the music's awesome as well. I finished it and was like, that was that was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. Good. And you were going to talk about Destiny 2 and I completely interrupted you. Oh, no. I, oh, no, I don't think I was planning, but I, I can, yeah. Destiny 2, finish the expansion. Uh, it's more Destiny. It's nice. It's on a, another snowy expansion we're getting. Although it's, Miles Morales isn't an expansion. It's more like a smaller version of them of spider-man but it's uh yeah destiny yeah a mini sequel it also at the i'm not going to spoil i will it's not a spoiler at all but at the end of miles morales it well at the end of spider-man it kind of sets up a sequel and at the end of miles morales it adds to that so there's definitely a big sequel coming out um but yeah destiny beyond light is the latest one it's full it's fun it's cool it's a campaign, which is nice, uh, and it's also amazing when it uh, it says now on your quests like how many steps you've got of your of like the campaign. So it was like step one of thirty four. I was like, "Well, that's quite a beefy campaign." And then I played it for about ten minutes. Then it was like, "You're on step eleven of thirty four. Okay, I'm not sure how how that happened, but uh, <laughs> it's like go and talk to this person. That's one step. Then move to this person. Then go and drop this off next to it, which is also another step." Um, I finished it in two nights. I mean, I know Glen Arini, another streamer, he finished it in one night, like just in a few hours. But like, that's just the campaign. As soon as the campaign finished, I had just loads of missions to get like these special guns or special weapons or exotic stuff. Um, yeah, a bit of 35 pounds. Sounds like more Destiny. It's more Destiny. Yeah, you're not getting anything special, I'm afraid. Well, how's Demon Souls though? Is that special? It's very special. Why? Um, no, Demon Souls is great. It like it looks stunning on the PlayStation Five. Um, it plays just like Dark Souls, um, yeah. but but came beforehand. So if you if you've never played Demon Souls but you have played the later Souls games, it's really interesting to see some of the links, like similar weapons, items, um, and and sort of little threads and things uh, are quite similar. Um, but it just plays really well. It's really satisfying when you beat a boss. Um, mm. that you've been struggling with for for so long, and, uh, and then you finally do it. Um, but like I said, I, I think it's you... uh, a little easier than before, and it's bringing back a lot of memories of when I played it on PS3. And I'm like, oh, I remember how I did that. So I am racing through it quicker than I thought I would. But it's it's a great experience, definitely. It, did you get as angry back when you played it on PS3 as you did recently? Because I I got some really angry messages from you. Yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I think that was early on. I tried to go a bit too quick and was like, "Oh no, this is this is too hard. I'm not I'm not a high enough level for this." Um, 
but no, um, I think actually, I think Bloodborne actually got me the most angry. Um, Bloodborne, yeah, yeah. But I, I fear for my PS4 controller. It's it's been very close to being thrown into a wall on multiple occasions. And yeah, for some reason, Bloodborne. I enjoy these games. Who knew? Yeah, like Nicholas, Nicholas says, uh, I like how we can pay 75 euros to get tortured. Yeah, and just get really, really angry. <laughs> and Gemma says, uh, there's a lot of folks who do that. <laughs> that's, true, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's a bargain, some places. <laughs> wow, yeah, no, I love, I, I really want to get into Demon Souls, and I will, because I love Neo, and I love Neo 2. Um, I played like, a good 25 hours of both of them and was like, you know, I'm done. <laughs> 25 hours, that's enough of you know, I'll get to a point where, okay, they're going to be really challenging bosses now. I think I'll just sit this out. I've beaten a few. That's good. I'll be honest. I find that actually the bosses get easier as you go in. Like Demon's Souls is really hard at the beginning because until you've done the first level, you can't level up. Um, like you can't basically do anything until you've forced your way through that first level. And then the game opens up into all the other levels you can do. And you can do them in whatever order you want, which is really nice. All right. Um, so it means that rather than being stuck on one bit, you can be like, okay, this is too hard. I'm going to jump across into a different level. Um, and it means you can actually jump around and you'll find that if you push your way through one set of levels, you then jump across a different world. And actually it's really easy because you're really overleveled. So depending on the order you do it, you can actually make it more or less difficult for yourself, which is quite good. So Right. I will be following a guide to make sure. to guide you, Ben. Please guide me to the easiest route. Now, knowing you, you'd be like, oh, go face this guy, like go face Ganon right at the start. And uh... well, Of course I will troll you. Of course I will. <laughs> Ah, oh, is oh, your uh, is your partner ahead of you still? Yeah, he finished it last night. Oh, and this is his first time oh, playing it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I told him what to do, obviously. Of course, I, I bought this game for me, and then someone else has finished it. Oh well. Wow. But then He's I've been playing bug snacks as well, so I think I definitely win. Is he onto bug snacks now, or is he onto a different? No, he'll probably just play Demon's Souls again. Oh, get that platinum. Exactly. I did Google like how to get the platinum just out of interest and apparently you've got to get like stop go through it a few hunting. times. There's more I know I need to stop. trophy hunting. If I if I trophy hunt, I end up not playing enough games. So yeah. I will be doing the I will, will be next playing Spider Man during the twenty four hour stream on like the eighth or ninth of January. And uh to get that platinum, I'll just do a quick playthrough of it. And apart from that, no. I'm gonna play I think Valhalla will be my next one. Nice. Well, no spoilers for next week. No, no. Who knows? We'll have, what we'll be we'll have whole new games to talk about. We will. Do you know what game we'll have next? Oh my god! You know when our podcast is next week? It's the day before Cyberpunk. If that's where you're going, is it? I thought it's the day of Cyberpunk. No, it's next Friday, isn't it? Or is it no, next Thursday? It's Thursday. It's the tenth, right? <sighs> okay. I mean, I don't have time to play that beforehand, so I don't know. Oh, why don't we I'll tell you all about that. it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you all about it. It's on the 10th. Okay. So I'll, I'll play because I'll do a, a long, well, not long stream. I'll do five hours of it and then, uh, and then tell you all about it. So don't worry. Please, please do. <laughs> no, we'll have a, <laughs> we'll have some kind of spoiler free. I'll just say it's really good. I like it. Let's move on. Maybe I'll, t- I'll be able to talk really about Valhalla. <laughs> <laughs> I like it a lot. I really like this game. It's really good. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Cockney here, mocking my northernness. Anyway, let's move on to split. Is it split the news? Are we calling it? Oh dear, that's not. Split the headlines. That's it. Stay on brand. So, 
Tell us what's in the news today. Yeah, this is the part where I pick out some interesting news stories for everyone um, and surprise Ben. So, unless you've actually bothered to read what I put in the... No, I've been, I've been streaming. Nah, I've been busy. So. Um, so, the first bit of news, which is my favourite bit of news from the past week, is that Super Nintendo World, the Nintendo theme park um, in Japan, finally has an opening date of the 4th of February next year. Um which I'm very excited about and need to find someone rich enough to buy me a plane ticket to go to Japan so I can actually go there. Um, there's still not that many details about the park, um, but there are at least a couple of images about the Mario Kart ride, which looks like it's sort of, it's like a roller coaster train, but the cars are carts. And I think it's got some sort of VR, AR kind of thing to it. So it feels like you're racing and it's different every time. Uh, you can use items, mm. um, and I think it's going to be inside of a massive Bowser's Castle, um, which sounds amazing. So I'm super <laughs> hyped about that, and I desperately, desperately want to go. I do kind of like those YouTube videos where it's showing like an onboard camera of a roller coaster. That will be one I would love to watch. Although if they're if they're in VR, then I'm not sure how that's going to work. <laughs> It'll just very true, very true. Are you a theme park guy, Ben? I like the idea of theme parks. Uh, and then I go and I normally, well, I normally say, I look at a, a roller coaster and go, no. And then Dave is like, we have an argument. And then uh, I'm like, okay, fine. And I end up really enjoying it. See, I'm the person that will queue an extra four hours just so I can sit at the front. And then I'll be like, oh, no, ah! all the way through it. Um, oh, so man. that's me. I am, I am all over the theme park. I desperately want to go. Yeah. Nicholas, do you reckon Nintendo will DMCA claim all the vlogs recorded there? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to apply for a special permission to record there, that, uh, and they'll take like 70% of all money that you've made. Uh, oh, here's D Dave is here. Dave is in the chat, actually. He says he can't breathe in the queue. No, I'm like hyperventilating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but then at the end of it, I'm like, oh, I love that. That was amazing. There you go. Yeah. There you go. We went to the opening of Shambhala. Have you ever heard of Shambhala in Port Aventura? Yes. I have been there. I went on when we had a family holiday and I forced my family to take me there and we went on Dragon Khan and I was about 10. That <laughs> Dragon Khan's great. I, like, I didn't realize how good that Eight was. Loops. It's amazing. Yeah. Oof. But yeah, we went Shambhala had, is the tallest something something in Europe and um, I don't know how, but we ended up going. Well, we went on this queue. Sorry to go and diverge, you know, onto a different topic here. But we went and did this queue for like two hours or so because it was on its launch. And then we get there and it's the highest roller coaster in Europe, fast, super fast and all that. And then we got to the front and it's like these little pathetic things that go over your knees. Mm -hmm. Like no over the shoulder, just okay. these little... Oh, I, I was so close to just turning around and be like, fuck this. I'll, uh, I'll hold your jacket, Dave, and have a nice trip. I'll <laughs> see you later. But no, Whereas we, I was um, at the front. Yeah. No, but then like when, as the worst, I think the worst part is when you go up. Like that is just... A slow climb. Oh. And, and you're looking like... Not going the top. Yeah. It's the worst. The worst. Anyway, I might have this as inspiration for an idea for next week. So have a think about theme parks. Um, in more Nintendo News of the Week, in quite strange Nintendo News of the Week, Yuri Geller has given Nintendo permission to print Kadabra on Pokemon cards. Now, any Pokemon fans will know of Abra, Kadabra, and Alakazam. And Kadabra's the middle one. 
and uh, he is shown holding a spoon. And let me scroll through this article because the Japanese name for Kadabra is Yungela, which is probably awful pronunciation, um, which apparently sounds like Yuri Geller. Um, and Yuri Geller has, he's an illusionist, if you don't know, and he has a weird trick with a spoon. A delusionist, more like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and basically, he complained that Nintendo had taken his likeness because um, apparently he looks like a weird yellow creature with a mustache. Um, and and he, he uses spoons. He, he does, he, like, Kadabra's the one with spoons. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but apparently, you couldn't, like, uh, isn't there, a, there's a strange thing that you couldn't trade Kadabra in a Pokemon game since then. Even if you're holding something that stops you from... Because I think when you trade Kadabra, it turns into Alakazam. Yes. And some and a, if you... Even if you it's holding a special stone, I believe, that stops them evolving, he still evolves. So you can't... Apparently you can't trade a Kadabra. Everstone. There you there go. You go. There you go. Yeah, um, this is this is on the uh, on the cards. He basically wouldn't let them print it. And essentially, so many people have complained that he has now relented. So apparently, we're now going to get uh, his card. Cards. Did you read it? Yeah, I I'm giving them permission to use my card. <laughs> right. Okay, Thank then. you, Yuri Geller. Um, so we're all about launch games today. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm sure everyone is dying to know what. The consoles have sold. Oh, probably. Um, so I only have numbers here for the UK, but the PlayStation Five has broken the record for the UK's biggest ever console launch. Um, and I can't find the number on here. That's great. Um, but the the previous millions, one was... <laughs> millions, six billion consoles what? sold in the UK. Not quite. Um, <laughs> This is UK only. I mean, the previous was PlayStation 4, which was 250,000 in the first 48 hours. Um, and uh, PS5 was more than that. I can't find the number in this article. That's great. Um, but it also, it's outsold Xbox, which was 155,000 units. So it sold quite a bit more. Um, so there you go. And I believe that globally... Um, Sony haven't given numbers yet, but the PS5, they have said, is the biggest launch globally ever. Um, and again, the previous biggest one was PS4. Um, so it's at least more than what PS4 was, which, especially when you consider all the shortages because of Corona, like that's still pretty impressive. And I think it shows that video games are just getting bigger and bigger every year. Like it doesn't matter what console it is, it's still going to sell. Yeah, 100%. I got two. Accidentally, b- before people go, wow, you're, you're the scalper. No, I... Um, Those poor children at Christmas that are now not going to get a, a console. Fuck them kids, as uh, whoever it is said. <laughs> no, it was, I pre-ordered one from Game. Uh, I think I've mentioned this before, but I pre-ordered one from Game and they didn't send me a confirmation email or anything like that. And uh, so I went, got up very early the next day and pre-ordered one on Amazon. And then game like a week later said, hey, you, uh, here's your confirmation, your pre-order confirmation uh, uh, email and order number or whatever. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm not going to get, I'm not going to get rid of either of them. And then I ended up, because there was a, a mess with delivery and stuff, ended up getting both. But I sold one of them at RRP. I didn't make any profit whatsoever to uh, Andy Maxter, a fellow streamer. You should go and check out. I feel like we've really bashed game today. 
Sorry. No, I'm. You remind me actually. I need to go and contact Game because their website was so shite during the uh, pre-order that I had to go and I don't have my uh, the points. I don't have my PlayStation Five points on my card, and that is a good chunk of points. What a shame! What a shame! And the last piece in ASMR news um, is that. ASMR artists have now found the DualSense controller um, and someone's done an ASMR video where they are playing Astro's Playroom and they've got the controller up to the to the to the microphone and you can like hear all the all the vibrations and stuff which apparently is good for ASMR so that's weird but if you like that kind um, of thing then you can find out is it quite loud at vibrating well um, I, I think I, I think it's something around the waves that it uses is similar to sound waves. So apparently you can hear what it feels like. Um, Stick it in your mouth, then like chatter against the teeth. That'll give some uh, sounds. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was split the headlights. <laughs> I mean, I'd listen to that. Just for the laugh. Just controller in your mouth. Do not do that. <laughs> yeah actually we do not yeah people's teeth are gonna break that thing vibrates <laughs> <laughs> money being at, at utter filth in the chat says he means he says mouth but he means something else money money put it Gutter. in your money oh put it in your money <laughs> <laughs> don't put it in your money all right okay um so we're gonna now talk about so we're gonna go on to something called split opinions split opinions yeah split opinions and as you might have guessed, we're talking about launch games. So that is, we've got some great uh, stories from people with their favorite launch days uh, games and also things that have happened during launch games and some questions. So one game that we didn't speak about, but I think we should, because I think we've both finished it, which was a launch game, which was probably, I mean, Miles Morales is probably, is definitely my like favorite launch game of the PS5, but I've absolutely loved Astro's Playroom. Yes. Brilliant the nostalgia game. in me loved like the the nostalgia just hits every spot. If anybody doesn't know, it's a game that you'd think was kind of just be there to kind of show off the PS5. You know, it shows off a bit of the ray tracing, whatever. There's the kind of the like the the uh, triggers kind of you can change. They changes the strength. I don't know what is it called haptic. No, that's haptic when it feedback. is it haptic feedback. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so sometimes these trig- these triggers are really like tough to pull back. Sometimes they're not. It's, yeah, it's very fancy, like pulling a pulling a bow. What's that? Yeah, the string on a bow. I don't know the word. Um, bow string. But it's <laughs> a bowstring. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, it's like you're squeezing it to pull it back, or there's like oh. there's like a <laughs> <laughs> that sound. Can someone clip that? <laughs> don't clip that. Um, or, or it's like a rocket boost, and it's sort of like. Yeah. You have to sort of really squeeze it and then boost the boost on the triggers. Um, that was the thing as well. When you're pulling it back for the rocket, you can actually feel like the rocket kind of like powering up. Yeah, and you yeah. Can, it's not just one strength; it can like adjust it at the drop of a hat. It's really cool. Really you you think that's you think that's what Astro's Playroom's about, but it's it's not just that. Like it is a really fun platformer with so many PlayStation from playstation one to playstation five with even vita and the psp in there as well and some other weird things i swear half the things that i unlock are weird accessories for the psp that only came out in japan yeah pretty much <laughs> some really weird ones and i love yeah, all, the, the little, uh, all the little astros around 
Yeah. Uh, you know, like recreating little bits from from scenes of games. So there's like a an Aloy and there's a Tomb Raider and Devil May Cry. The, um, everything. I, I went a little bit, I, I squealed a little bit when we had Pyramid Head <laughs> carrying the other Astrobot by the ankle. That was just... Yeah. I was a bit disappointed brilliant. by the Final Fantasy VII one. It's literally just a sword. Did you take a screenshot though? No. No? <laughs> oh. My screenshots are getting full up now. <laughs> I need to, uh, I need to go in. Well, not getting full, although it's a lot. It's about half because I had a um, a two terabyte SSD in my PS4 Pro, so I'm like not used to being quite Density. full up with memory. Yeah, no, it's going to cost a lot to get two terabytes on this one with their fancy whatever drive it is. Definitely, I think the bit oh. that really got me in Astro was there's a bit where um, you're walking and it starts raining. And he has, I mean, he has a little umbrella hat that comes out that's super cute, but it's like, you can feel the rain in the controller, like individual droplets in the controller. Like I literally had the biggest smile on my face playing that. I was like, this is so cool. Like I've never had this before. Um, so it's, it's a great showcase for what the controller can do, which I think is what you want from a launch game. Totally. It's a really, really, really cool game and it's free as well. Even better. It's free, so is Bug Snacks, but play Astro's Playroom first because that's better. Only because it's shorter, and then play Bug Snacks. Get the platinum on uh, <laughs> on Astro's Playroom before More you play. Yeah. So, Ben, uh, what is your favorite launch game ever? Easy. Easy. It's easy. What my is answer: Breath of the Wild. A great choice. I am like. Yeah, I haven't got any excitement. Maybe one, two, switch. That was fun for a minute. No, it's shit. Uh, no, Breath of the Wild was easily the best. I'm loving Miles Morales and Astro's Playroom. I mean, these are all cool as well, but I just don't think there's anything that's quite as good as Breath of the Wild. Fair. What about you? Well, you asked me that as if I haven't prepared like a top three, because apparently that's how my mind works. Oh god, that's a throwback, isn't it? Top of the pops. Okay, you know number three. <laughs> um, three was Breath of the Wild, which, to be fair, is the main reason I bought a Switch. Like, I knew I'm, I'm a big Zelda fan. I knew I wanted to play it. I bought the console just to play Breath of the Wild, and I think it is one of the best games ever made. And it's my favorite game on the Switch. It's the one I played the most, like hands down. So. Mm-hmm. In that sense, like it's a really easy choice. However, then I was thinking, this is about launch games. Like, what do you want from a launch game? Yeah, you want a good game, but you want something that actually, as we said with Astro, is going to really show off the console you've just bought. You spent, you know, four or five hundred quid on a console. You want to show it off. You want something cool. Um, and that's why my number two choice is Wii Sports, because. That was a weird console with motion control and a weird little remote control. And you're thinking, why have I bought this? Like this weird piece of tech. And then anyone, you put that controller in their hand and say, go and play golf. And people immediately know how to play it. It's super intuitive. It's super fun. Um, and I think that that game really sold the console and sold this weird concept that people hadn't had before. Um, and I think Did that's you have like a... From a Did you have like one of those big box of accessories, all the crap, the steering wheel and the tennis racket and all that? No, I had a steering wheel, but I got that with Mario Kart. Um, yeah, I did as well. It, I never played with it because it was terrible. <laughs> I couldn't exactly, drive it. Like, can I do this? No, absolutely not. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I bought I bought a Wii 
on launch day, I had it pre-ordered and it was really out of stock everywhere. So I was really happy to get it. I was really worried I was going to get mugged on the way home with a massive game game again, a massive game bag uh, at like seven in the morning when I went to the store. Um, oh. But no, eSports is like the game that really sold that. And I think it was the top selling game on the console, partly because it came with it, but um, like is a phenomenal game. However, yeah. my number one choice was me thinking, okay, well, let's take a game that's actually a really good game, but also a game that really shows off the console. And so my number one choice is Super Mario 64. <gasps> that's a good choice. It is a very good choice. You're going to tell yeah. me you haven't played it. No, I never had a Nintendo 64. We were a PlayStation household. No, but I did play it once and I didn't know what to do. My, my friend had a had one of those weird controllers and it was broke. The joystick thing was flimsy, so I didn't really like playing it. Great little controller. It looks weird as hell. Um, no, like Mario 64, I remember going to a friend's house and before then I had only played on a Mega Drive. I was obsessed with Sonic and it, everything was 2D. And then to see this massive, colourful 3D open world you can just run around in was just the most amazing thing to, like, 10-year-old me. Um, and, you know, it's fun just to just to run around in Peach's Castle and using a control stick for the first time and moving a camera around. Like, it completely defined what 3D games are about and how to, how to make and play a 3D game was completely defined by that game. Um, and so to have that at launch was a really amazing experience. But it's also really fun, which 3D All-Stars that just came out um, proves that it's still today a really, really fun game. It's incredibly well made. It's still challenging. Um, and it really brings those two things together. It's, it shows off your console, but it's also super fun. So for that reason, that is my favorite ever launch game. I mean, that it, it is good. It looks great. I don't know whether... Well, did you uh, squeal a little bit in uh, the latest Mario, Mario Odyssey? When you uh... yes, and you get to go back to Peach's Castle. Yeah, spoiler alert. Oh yeah, spoiler. Yeah, no, I I got I got there, and because I hadn't played it on, because I never had a Nintendo sixty four. A lot of people in chat, I think, were because I streamed it. A lot of people in chat were like, "Oh my god!" And I'm like, "What? It's, it's a castle." <laughs> yeah, they were like, it's, "It's Peach's Castle." Okay, shocking man. Shocking. I feel like I, no, I my friend had one, and but I didn't know. I didn't really play. Play. I had my PlayStation 1 and all the weird and very weird games that came out on there. There are a lot of weird games. I mean, the one thing I have, I will say is that PlayStation are not good with launch games. No. Like, I, the only PlayStation I bought at launch was a PS5 um, because I got sucked in by hype and I just happened to sleepily click on Amazon and my credit card on the day that they went live. Um, but the other consoles I've always bought at least a year or two afterwards um like the ps2 3 4 they never had good launch games and i'm sure someone in chat is about to tell you oh this was amazing that kill like, zone and uh what was like, the one with the flashy colors was it uh not beyond light that's destiny something infamous or something beyond suns or, i don't know that wasn't a launch game was it not oh. well i think it, it came out a couple of months afterwards okay but it wasn't technically like they're at launch Although that was good, to be fair. Um, yeah, oh my god. Oh, of course, Knack. Who could forget Knack? Why would you remember Knack? Um, yeah. <laughs> but no, you get your, your Knack, your Call of Duty, your Killzone, your millions of sports games. Yeah. Whereas like Nintendo really know how to make a launch game that 
is going to sell that is really mm. going to show off the console. You know, it's going to launch with a Mario game or a Zelda game or something like that. I mean, even the GameCube, which was the first console I ever bought at launch with my own money, um, that there was a big hoo-ha because it, it it launched without a Mario game, but it also had Luigi's Mansion that was incredible. Um, and there was a massive thing about, oh my God, there's no Mario game. Um, mm. But Nintendo know how to... Luigi's Mansion a Mario game? No, it's oh, a Luigi okay. game, clearly. It's a off-brand <laughs> Mario game. It's the Mario world, the Mario-verse. It's the better brother. Yeah, Just Luigi's saying. Mansion 3, good game, very good game. So good. So um, but yeah, I suppose Nintendo doesn't really have those third-party games, because like, like now there's uh, Watch Dogs Legion's got an update, although not 60 FPS, so I'm still a bit annoyed about that. The Valhalla's got this 60 FPS update and had loads of bugs fixed, apparently, so I'm quite looking forward to going and playing that on the PS5. Nice. Um, and like, yeah, so they've got those to kind of fall back on. I mean, we haven't even mentioned Xbox. What what were their launch titles apart that were well, new? Halo I don't think they had any original Xbox, which oh, no, I mean for the new one. Oh, the Series X. There weren't any. It's it's just all old games, better Jeez. probably. Yeah, the, all the ones. Oh, you, I think Yakuza Like a Dragon. That's true, but it wasn't exclusive. It's not. Isn't it exclusive at the moment? I think it's. Oh no! It, I, I believe like it's on PS4, but it's not yet on PS5. Oh, Tetris Effect Connected. That's one. Cool. No, I think, but Tetris. I think that's also out on PS. I think that's also on Xbox One. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not a Tetris fan. Ah, uh, not even Tetris Effect. I've never. Well, I've never played Tetris Effect. And I'm sure, you know, putting a load of fancy graphics on Tetris is going to make it a million times better. Yes, it is. And it's in VR as well. It's really boring. So, well, Dave played a bit on VR. And, um, like, about two hours later, I went in and he was still playing it. And he took it off. And I was like, oh, he's still playing it. He's like, what? And then uh, he had no idea that two hours had passed. <laughs> like it's How so... do you play VR for two hours? I play it for two minutes and I feel sick. So, Got to get your VR legs. Gotta get your VR legs. Yeah, true. true. All right, so we've got we a few stories, we? we do, yeah. So speaking of um yeah, speaking of it. Well, I could give you my own little story that I got when I got my PlayStation One, which I've heard you want me to explain. So I got my PlayStation One. It was my first ever console. Um I'd never I I can't tell if I got the Game Boy Pocket before or after. I think I got it after. But yeah, this was the first time I'd ever really played a video game other than going over to my friend's house for like five minutes and playing some Sonic 3D. So crap like that. But yeah, I got a... Uh, well, my dad on Christmas Day, we had opened our presents. I had a bike or something nice and fancy like that. And he was like, oh, go and check the mail or go and check the post. Because it's from Yorkshire. And uh, I was like, why? No. I was like, no, it's, uh, it's 6 a.m. It's like 7 a.m. day, uh, dad. Dave. Dave. <laughs> it's not called Dave. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> He's the other dad. No, it's it's like it's uh seven AM dad. I'm not going to get the post. He's like, no, no, you should check it. I was like, it's Christmas Day, it's not gonna be post. I was like, oh, okay, go go and check it, right? Uh went and checked it, and though Santa had left a uh um a treasure hunt around the house. So I went around the house, did this treasure hunt, and at the end was a PlayStation. Hey. My first ever console, and I was so excited that I uh I was sick. And I nearly passed out. I literally was vomiting in the... <laughs> I was so excited. Like on yourself? Or did you manage to run to a toilet? Or all of, No, no. I went to the bathroom. Oh. And then I'd like sit down. I was kind of faint. <laughs> I just had this image of you just oh. opening and just going... 
<laughs> Some kind of little Britain sketch. Yeah. Like Kenny uh, from South Park or something. Just like, yeah. <laughs> there he goes. No, I um but I was just yeah, so over the top excited at that. It was uh Poor little Ben with his yeah. his nineties bedroom. Oh gosh, yeah, you've seen that picture on Twitter. <laughs> oh, Okay, here we go. We've got a message from Jay, a.k.a. Pancake Party. I said, my story about my first console is quite a bit distance from the console's launch, uh, but it is a story with a lot of joy attached. My dad bought the NES when it first came out and played it all the time with his sons before he and his first wife got a divorce. He, of course, left the NES. Uh, do we say NES or NES? NES. It's always NES. NES. Okay, with his... I'll never call it NES. It's easier. Okay, with, it's NES with his sons, but uh, never really got to play video games for a good while after that. By the time I was about six or seven, we still had never had a games console at home. Though a few good, uh, a good few consoles had released since the NES. However, one day the church across the street was having a garage sale and one of the items was an original NES with 10 games for $15. That's a steal. Yeah, God, what? <laughs> uh, even back then, my dad could tell it was a steal. Uh, it even came with Super Mario Brothers and the Duck Hunt game and the little orange plastic guns you could use. What an absolute bargain. Yeah. Uh, he brought it home and got it cleaned up and brought my sister and me into the room to show us. I was very skeptical about how playing with a TV could be fun. Yeah, my parents are still like that. Uh, but we played through most of the games the first day we had it. We, of course, did not finish any of them. Oh, he's, I can relate so much to this. Uh, save for puzzle games that are just played in rounds, such as Yoshi and Cool Spot. I had a lot of fun and always hold that console dear to my heart. Uh, but what was more special and what sticks in my mind far stronger is how my dad lit up with video games. He would play them late into the night with us or alone. Mario became almost synonymous with my dad. He was like a kid again. And it was so cool to have him uh, really play with us and relate to uh, what we were interested in. The NES was also my nephew's first console. The same NES that my dad bought at that garage sale. So my family's love for video games is multi-generational and continues to this day. Oh, that's that so a lovely cute. story. So then that. NES... Is uh, I'm guessing, yeah, there was the NES Mini on, uh, well, is it called? Yeah, the NES, no, not the NES Mini, the NES, um, like, emulator thing on the Switch. It'd be cool to play through Switch some online. of those games, I bet. Yeah, yeah. I think, oh, Switch Online, yeah. The also one thing I love as well is, yeah. um, is, is when people have these stories about playing with their family. Um, I mean, not to get to the other extreme, but my family have never been interested in gaming. It's always something I've done sort of on my own in my room, like, oh, heads off, playing video games. Um, yeah. And I think doing Streamer Spotlight, you know, I often ask people, what was the game that first got you into gaming or the one that sort of defined your childhood? And so many people are like, oh, like I used to play this with my brothers and sisters or I used to play this with my mum. And I'm like, that's such a nice story. And it's so great that you get to grow up and have that bonding experience mm -hmm. over video games because I've never had that. So I always love hearing yeah. stories like that. It's really nice. Same, except my dad will play like, what's it called? Solitaire. He'll play that. I mean, my whenever he wants all the time and I'm like but like we don't like video games but we'll play solitaire so like, okay so that you know that's a video game yeah uh my dad absolutely was it um Gary says my dad absolutely hates video games I know it's just it's just a different way of getting entertainment it's like well I don't understand why you interacting to get entertainment is somehow really childish whereas watching a movie isn't yeah um Capped, by the way, neither here's a story, slightly different. Uh, the other half ordered a PS5 on eBay, paid over the odds for it, uh, waited for it for days, and on the day it was due to be delivered, I was tracking it online, and at 9.11am it said it was signed for and delivered, which was BS as I was in the house <laughs> waiting for it. Skip forward five minutes when the other half rang to see if I had it. I had not. 
This prompted both of us to retrace the route the driver took on the tracker to find out who and where he delivered it to. Two hours later, we found it at a completely different address, two miles away. Uh, when we found it, we had to knock the neighbor, uh, knock the neighbor who it was uh, being delivered to, to let them know it was our parcel and we weren't just stealing it from inside their neighbor's porch. Um, needless to say, it was a journey that day that, uh, and one I'd rather not repeat. P.S. Parcel Force of shit. <laughs> God. Correct. <laughs> that stress. I thought I was stressed just queuing up for it outside game because we're not in lockdown or we weren't in lockdown in Wales. So I had to actually go out and queue and I was stressed that there was going to be this huge queue and I wouldn't have time for work. But that's nothing. Nothing compared to that. I mean, that's dedication to go to go hunting for it, but also very understandable. When you spend that much money on a console, you want it at your door, not at someone else's house, who is probably going to sit there and be like, no, we never received anything. Mm. Definitely what I would do. Um, so, yeah, like, I mean, great working eventually getting it. But I mean, if it's signed for, I'm guessing they can see, like, that's not my signature. Who is that? Where are you delivering it to? Squirrel. Uh, <laughs> final one, nincompoop. Uh, Simon, he says, I use this is a different one. So he used to work at an electronics store. Uh, we sold everything from kitchen electronics and vacuums to games, uh, being best known for the latter. I wasn't supposed to work the night of the Switch midnight release, but ca- got called in on short notice and needing the money, I accepted. There was a line outside of people who were super excited, uh, talking to people across the friend groups, and everyone was so happy. Uh, we set everything up with gift bags from uh, Bergsala, which is the company who's responsible for distribution of Nintendo products since the 80s. And opened up the gates. Uh, I was expecting a bit of a rush since I've only ever seen these events on TV, but it was surprisingly calm. People split up into the different lines for checkouts and we started selling. I can only speak from my own experience from that store, but no group of people are as lovely as Nintendo fans. I can imagine that. The friend groups, the couples, the ones that came alone but got new friends in a line, everyone that night all shared the same childlike excitement over this. You could tell they'd grown up with Nintendo and had so many fun memories connected to Nintendo games, stories, they shared to us while they bought Zelda Breath of the Wild or Super Bomberman R. Oh god, that must be it. Well, as long as they had fun uh, buying it because <laughs> they wouldn't have had any fun playing it. Uh, <laughs> after it was all said and done, I went home with warmth in my heart and an excitement to meet every customer who would come and get their Switch in the weeks to come because I knew I'd see the same kind of excitement again. Oh, These are nice really stories. Sweet. I mean, I do yeah. not envy any people working in retail. When you see these videos of people charging through, grabbing TVs and consoles and stuff, like... I would not want to be working that, but trust the Nintendo fans to actually be nice people. Yeah. Nintendo, uh, Mr. Weeble says Nintendies are better than Masofties and uh, Sony's. The Sony ponies. <laughs> yeah. Masofties. All right. We, unfortunately, we don't have any time for the questions, but we can, we're going to save we're gonna, any questions that get sent to us. Uh, we'll bank them and uh, keep them somewhere for when we do finish a little bit earlier um, or not. But, well, that was it. That was episode one. How are you feeling, Ed? Um, better than I did at the start. So that's good. Oh, <laughs> and you? Well, thank. I'm yeah, doing very well. I that hour just disappeared. It was great. Well, I enjoyed it. I hope everybody else did. Yes. Um. So before we go and say our goodbyes, please, 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 if you go to splittheScreen.com. So that is splittheScreen.com. Please, can you give us a follow on Spotify? And Apple Podcasts, if you've got both of them, that would be amazing. Um, you know, so yeah, we used to have a back in the day. I used to do a little political podcast with a friend, and we got a thing where we would ask people to make reviews, and there would be comedy reviews, but they'd be like, "Oh, this is," you know, some people would just go over so over the top; it was hilarious. Um, and they would do reviews on iTunes, and because people did this, it actually got 
promoted in the new and noteworthy section of iTunes back when it was called iTunes. And so there'd be, yeah, it'd be really weird, all these really top professional podcasts. And then there's this one that Ben and his friend talking about politics with no real structure or anything, just wittering on. <laughs> so if you do, you know, find us on uh, Spotify or if you are on Apple Podcasts and you leave a little review, even just a hello, you can give us one out of 10, who cares? Or, or out of five, whatever it is. Ooh, just nice. uh, Give us a five. Okay, be nice. <laughs> give us a five. Give, us, give Ed a five. See, that'll, that'll make it happen. We're a team. Um, We're a team. Oh, guy, such a nice guy. Everybody knows Ed. Nice guy. Nice guy, Ed. Um, but we're also on like tune in Alexa. Apparently, Alexa play split the podcast. No, what's it called? Split the screen. Split the screen. Let's get the name right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Split the screen. Uh, four out of five for Ed. Zero out of five for Ben. I will take. I mean, that's a five. That is a, it, it, unless you're doing it on like a ten point scale. Well, that's kind of rude. <laughs> It'd be awkward. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, thank you so, 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 so much. We're going to be recording. This will be on YouTube. Um, if you want to watch the video version, but it will definitely be on Spotify, iTunes, and all your RSS needs at splittheScreen.com. Ed, how do we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at, uh, at Ed underscore Knights, which is N-I-G-H-T-S. That's right. And he's not a streamer yet. And, um... You can find me, Biggest Benis on Twitch, Biggest Benis One on Twitter. Mm, still saw, still saw. Uh, and but yeah, just find us on splittheScreen.com. And thank you very, very much for watching. Thanks for bye watching. Bye bye. We'll see you next week. Be there or be split. Split. Oh, wow, that's <laughs> the thing. That we're gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs>